Hello. Ahoy. Welcome to episode 22 of season two of Bottom of the Stream. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're nearly there. We've only got three left after this one. I know. It's coming up towards the end of our second season. That's almost, that'll be nearly a year. 50 films. 50 Soon films be under our bag. Mental. How have you been this week? I have been very good. I've not seen you for a while. No, I've been working hard. Have you? We did an early record last week and we've done a late. Yeah, late really late week. this week. This is the latest record we've done. This week. So it's been a while since we've uh, we've um, chatted. Yeah, it is. Um, which good? is a good job because it took me a couple of sessions to watch this film, which <laughs> is in uh, that we're talking about today, which is in no way a comment no. on the film. We'll get into that later. It's just been a busy week. It's just been, yeah. Hectic. Out and about. Having fun. Weather's been appalling. Working hard. Going to get oh, another storm tomorrow, apparently. I know. Three weekends in a row. Ridiculous. What is this? Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, shall I run through the socials quickly? Yes. Follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram. That's the same at BOTS underscore podcast. Um, Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream is the Facebook page. The website is www.bottomofthestream.com where you'll find every season we've ever done and both seasons stream tables as they currently stand. And Patreon. Why do I always forget Patreon? We're still new. We're still new to Patreon, but if you want to come and join us over there, it's www.patreon.com slash bottom of the stream, where you can choose to donate a little bit of money every week to the show, and we'll uh, give you some stuff. Some We've got some merch. I've finished the poster. That's ready to go awesome. out. That's being printed next week, so hopefully our patrons will get that in the next couple of weeks. Bonus episodes. Bonus episodes every week, except when I forget, like I did this week. <laughs> I've got one in the bag. i just forgotten to upload it. Newsletter. Next. Newsletter goes out stuff. every month. You get some stickers. Some There was another thing. Or you get a wild card if you're at the top level. Yeah, sure do. That's for, that's for the $10 tier. Yeah, that's for the $10. Yeah, and so, yeah, go over there and check that out if you want to. If you can't do that, then just leave us a review. Yeah. On Apple Podcasts yep. or on Podchaser. Yep. Some stars um, and some words would be really nice. Yeah. It really helps things along. It really does. That's the socials out of the way. Have you been watching anything at the top of the stream? I have. So last week you mentioned that you'd mainlined Lock and Key <laughs> mainlined. In, a week, in a weekend. I did. I'm going a bit slower. Okay, that's fine. But I'm, I'm like six episodes in. Much more of a social life than I have. <laughs> I'm not sure it's the social part of the life <laughs> keeping me busy. Um, yeah, I'm six episodes in. Any good? Uh, I the last episode, I thought was excellent. Okay. I it has took me a long time to get it. Oh really? I, it did not grab me like for the first me. three or four episodes. But you you get um, there. Yeah, I'm going to see it through because I've only got four episodes left, <laughs> and it's only ten episodes, so it's manageable. It's not it's not what I expected from what you said last week. Did I overhype it? Possibly when oh, wow. you said. I apologise. <laughs> that's not like you. I really like it. I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just, well, you said it was like the show Stranger Things. Yeah, somebody. I just wanted to be a bit controversial. <laughs> I didn't really mean that. It's more, uh, it's not as adult as Stranger Things. No, it's not. Which is a weird thing to say it, when it, the whole cast more, of Stranger Things are kids. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this is more like teen yeah. angsty. And and that's probably the bit I didn't, I, I, there was more like high school drama about it than yeah. I, I thought. But I think it's just getting interesting. I said the last episode was the best one yet. Yeah, it does get, it, um, coming up to its end, it does get really good. It's yeah. been renewed for season two as well. Yeah. So that's yeah. good. So yeah. Excellent. No, I'm intrigued to see how it how it ends how up. How it all so goes. We'll finish that in the next Yeah, go out and check out Lock and Key. It's really good. And Joe Hill's amazing. Anything else? Uh, I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, you've had a quiet, um, you've had a busy week, as yeah. we've already said. Uh, what have I watched? I watched Call Me By Your Name. Okay. Which was, it was nominated for an Oscar in 2018, but never seen it. So I thought, well, I need to see that. Because the whole world's become obsessed with Timothy Charlemagne. Yeah. Like everybody's exactly just, right, including it? me. Everybody's just obsessed with him. So I thought, I oh, will check that out. And it's 
brilliant and it well deserves its Oscar nomination. It's set in Italy. I was going to say France, but it's set in Italy. And he plays, Timothy plays like an Italian teenager who's struggling with growing up in life. And this American guy comes and stays with them and they fall in love. Oh, I see. And it's really nice. Oh, it does sound it's good. It's really cute and okay. sweet. No, you you going for the rom. <laughs> well, I'm not saying com. I don't it's, know if it's, it's just com. just a rom-rom. It's just a rom-rom. <laughs> okay, fine. It hits you in all the feels. They, do, they both play it really well. For a couple of straight white guys to play those sort of roles, it's really good. That's know. acting. That's acting for you. <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet is amazing. Have you seen Beautiful Boy? No. I don't think I've seen anything. That's that one of the best performances I've ever seen. Um, what else? I started season two of The Crown. Oh, yeah. I think I've done three episodes That's of that. That's actually a show that I have seen and you <laughs> are catching me I'm on. I'm catching you on that, yeah. I'm not as grabbed in it as I was for the first season so okay. far. But I think it's because I'm missing John Lithgow. He is really good. He was so first, good in the first, first season. season. He stole that first season yeah. for me. And yeah, he's not in this one. I'm, I'm glad. I'm surprised but glad you've you've got that far. Because <laughs> I wasn't sure if you'd you'd... Find it I think I'm just—I I spend most of my time watching it with Wikipedia open at the same time because everyone just, pops up in it. Yeah, and you just try like to think who's who. Yeah, it's really interesting to yeah. learn some history at the same time because it's pretty accurate. If you if you like Wikipedia stuff that's yeah. going on and in the, the event shows, that yeah, they're covering the, that episode, it's pretty accurate of what they're talking about is what happened. Yeah. But I think that's it. Nice. I've been watching Inside Number Nine on the BBC. Oh, me too. I mentioned that because it does go to Netflix when the season finishes. I think. Yeah. So the first, certainly in Netflix the UK, first it's on few there. seasons are on Netflix UK. Um, I think once the season finishes, it goes to Netflix. But how would you describe that show for people outside the UK who may not be I think familiar? You can only describe it as a. I'm just going to say a British Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a. It's not as intense as Black Mirror, but it's this is a very similar vein of show, isn't it? So they are basically like. So they're 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 single stories every week. Yeah, you week. don't have to watch them in any sort of order. You, you've basically got a mini play almost, yeah. a half an hour long thing, and there's usually there's usually a, a weird twist or sting in the tail yeah. every week. The first one of this season was really good. Yeah, but and the second one was good, but you have to have watched Psychoville. I've never watched, which that. was you don't have to have watched it, but it won't make. It. I'd lo- I'd be interested to see your take on it. Yeah, I will watch it. Yeah, I've watched the first one. I've not. I need to do the second. It's interesting because it's it very much is a sequel. The second one's very much a sequel to Psychoville. Yeah, and if you've not seen it, I don't know how much sense it would make. Okay, Psychoville was a TV show from the same people probably ten years ago. Maybe yeah, more. so there's two, two of the three guys who did the, the League, League of Gentlemen, which it? is also on Netflix yeah. and is well worth checking out if you haven't. And then the third one this week was. Piss poor, I thought. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> so, Variable quality. It's unusual for Inside Number 9. They're usually really good. When it's good, it's a great show. Excellent, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, when, like they, when, they, when they nail it, it's... Same it's as Black fine. Mirror. When that's good, it's really good. But it can be poor. Yeah. And most shows can. That's it, I think. That's all I've watched. Cool. Any Netflix news? It's been a bit of a quiet week again. I don't... I have a really... I have an interesting bit of news, but it's not Netflix. Okay. But it is about someone who has been in one of our inf- most infamous... You do that. Reviews. You do that first, because I was going to look up something while we were talking before the show, and I okay. forgot. So okay, that's fine. <laughs> you do that while I, I look up when I was. I wanted this. to mention Nicolas Cage, everyone's oh. favourite. Okay, yeah, go for it. Um, because he has agreed to star in a film where he will play Nicolas Cage, <laughs> and the film <laughs> is about Nicolas Cage. I have heard of this, and I think we might have mentioned it a, a quite a while ago. Yeah, but this movie has now got a title and a plot synopsis. Go for it! I'm, I'm so, excited. It is called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. <laughs> of course it is. I, I'm in straight away. Um, Who has this massive talent? Because Nicolas Cage does not. Oh, that is controversial. <laughs> oh, come on. You've seen Between Worlds. 
Yeah, Go and check out our episode on Between Worlds. Yeah, I've also seen season. Face Off and... Uh, hey, Nicolas Cage has won an Oscar. True. So do you want to hear the plot synopsis for the unbearable weight of massive talent? Absolutely. So it imagines a heavily in debt cage. I don't think you have to imagine much to get to that. <laughs> I think that's fairly accurate. I think that's fairly, yeah. Um, who is super keen to land a role in an upcoming Quentin Tarantino project. Right. While simultaneously trying to parent his wary teenage daughter. Cage will... It's a bit like the Rick Moranis one <laughs> we were talking about last week. It's Cage... Life imitating art, imitating life. Cage will regularly converse with a younger incarnation of himself who is in the midst of his 90s success. Are they going to de-age Nicolas Cage like uh, they did quite the possibly. guys in The Irishman? Yeah. Is story... Tarantino directing it? I don't know. <laughs> the story also pits him against a drug kingpin. Of course it does. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, it sounds awesome. It's um, it is directed by a guy because uh, Tom Gormican. And the only reason I mention that is because I've seen the only other film he's directed. Oh right, what was that? Uh, which was the, that awkward moment, which is a rom com with Zac Efron in. Oh right, <laughs> I have not seen that. Believe it or not. Um, yeah, and uh, that'll be out next March. Excellent. Almost but, a year yeah, to wait. About a year. We'll, uh, be interesting yeah. to see what the Cage Kiss guys make of that when it comes around. Sure. To their their uh, show i think like the universe may sort of it unfold and explode to explode and implode upon it end of the world is next march so So. when when they have to do cage's kiss have to do a nicholas cage podcast about a film about nicholas cage playing Playing nicholas cage Cage, talking to younger nicholas cage their heads are going to explode yeah i'm confused already if you don't know what cage kiss is it's uh, another podcast that we're friendly with we guested on it once we did and they talk about nicholas cage films and nothing but nicholas cage films yeah because they're hate themselves and they hate their lives <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with them and they're not um, going to run out of material awesome. any time soon their show's awesome and they're awesome people so go and check them out I, I want to mention Grief Burrito again as well because I was talking to those guys the other day yep. and they mentioned me on pretty much every episode of their show they do Good. so I'm going to mention them now Harrison and Jordan are amazing go and check out Grief Burrito I've got a little bit of Netflix news sure came out today remember we mentioned that Ryan Murphy was making a film for Netflix yes who, Ryan Murphy's the guy who did Glee uh, American um, Horror Story, yeah, uh, loads the, of stuff. The American the crime story, crime story ones, ones. The Simpson ones. So he's making a film called. It's not a film. It's not making a film. It's making a TV series okay. called Hollywood, right? Which is about what's that about? Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it is about Hollywood. It was about post-war Hollywood. So it's going to be set in like late forties, early fifties. Oh, a, a, what? A cool era. <laughs> yeah, everybody the loves golden that. So era. the golden era of Hollywood. Everybody loves it, don't they? It starts on May the first. So okay, it's pretty soon. So that's the only thing I noticed today that that's coming. I don't know much about it other than that. It's got quite a cool poster if you want to go and check that out. What is it? Is it comedy, drama? I think it's a drama. But yeah, it's going to be a TV show and starts on May the 1st. Awesome. Something else I wanted to mention. don't think you mentioned it to me before we came on air. It's just come to me now. Bear with me. Let me look it up. Better Call Saul. That's what I wanted to mention. That is back this week. In fact, by the time the podcast comes out, it might already be out. But that's coming weekly, isn't it? It's coming weekly. Because it's... That's another one of these shows like The Good Place, yeah. uh, like um, quite a few stuff. So in in the UK, shows shows like that, which Netflix have got the primary rights to, yeah. that are network shows in the states, we will get them week by weekly week. on Netflix, yeah. rather than because one they're like not on any of our series. yeah they're not on any of our broadcast yeah channels, and that is going to be the penultimate series of Breaker Call Saul. Yeah, so season this is season five, season six will be the final one. Yes, it's really good. It's the be- it's the best show I've ever seen that isn't about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. It's, it's just it's nothing happens in it. Gripping, <laughs> yet and you, 
slow. I d- it's, it's really I have a really weird relationship because I don't look forward to watching it, but then I do watch it and I love watching. I really it. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. But so this is the sequel to Breaking Bad. If you if anybody doesn't know, yeah, well, um, sequel and prequel. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah, it's probably more of a prequel. Yeah. Vince Gilligan said in an interview last week that I read that it's going to have a better ending than Breaking Bad. Okay, which. I don't know if that's possible. Well, that is... Um, Breaking Bad's got the best TV, best ending of any TV show ever. That's, and I uh, don't know if that's even possible to beat. Well, big words from, uh, from him. It's the same guy, so maybe. Anyway, we're 15 minutes in. Shall we talk about Animal World? Because I think it's going to be a bit mental. Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> So, this week we watched Animal World. This is our first foray into a Chinese film. This is a Chinese film. <laughs> it is a Chinese film. Um, China is obviously very uh, in the news at the moment. They're, uh, everybody's dying over there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this has got nothing to do with this film. <laughs> it's just a coincidence that we're watching a Chinese film in the, at this point in time. Yeah, Animal World is a 2018 film. It, comes, it was rated at 15. Is on for two hours and 12 minutes and currently rated at 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Is two, this the longest film we have watched? This season or in total? Uh, both. Don't know. I would it's, say yes I think for it is this. For, this, for this season. Yeah. It might be for the whole thing. Okay. I'd have to look that up. It is on for a long time. It's just the a normal time. It's it, just most of the stuff we, we, we tend week, to get we? is an like, hour and a half. Everything we get is an hour and a half long. Yeah. But it was not planned like that. It's just intentional. Unintentional. Uh, we should mention as well at this point that this was Ross's wild card. Oh, of course it was. So Ross is our artist and also one of our Patreons. Yeah. He does all our logos for us. Any artwork you see that we tweet out upon Instagram, he's probably done it. In fact, he definitely has done it because we're not very arty. Yeah, I can't draw. He picks this and he wanted us to watch it. So we did watch it. Yeah. And thank you, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually texting him whilst I was watching it. And it was making it even more difficult because it obviously it's I'm subtitled. sure it was. Obviously, it's subtitled. So I was trying to read and write at the same time, which is something I can't do. And then also text him. I was right. like, leave me alone. Um, this film stars, rather randomly, stars Michael Douglas as a guy called Anderson. Now, you will know Michael Douglas, obviously, but you'll probably know him best for things like Wall Street, yep. Fatal Attraction, Basic Instinct, Ant-Man, probably more recently. He was making Ant-Man at the same time he was making this. Yep. Or one of the Ant-Men. <laughs> And man films, man films. <laughs> been through this. Um, I think as well that he's also our most decorated actor that we've ever had. Oh, do you know what? I think that's probably a good shout. He's got two Oscars. Yeah, a Grammy. Do I mean Grammy? He sings <laughs> an Emmy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wrote this down. Why did I write it down? I don't think he's got like a slide got a, slide got guitar album. Like a spoken word <laughs> album. <laughs> I don't mean Grammy, I mean Emmy. You know, like when uh, William Shatner did his poems and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he's got two Oscars for Wall Street and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Which is not in, but he just won. So, did he write it or? Uh, produced it. Produced, produced it. it but he got an Oscar I think for I it. told that story on our Christmas, Christmas episode. episode. I think you did. Because um, Kirk Douglas had the rights yep. to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And um, he was going to make and star in the film. They decided he was too old, yeah, uh, and he gave it to his son. So Mike, Michael Douglas put all that together. So he, and he won an Oscar for putting it together. Yeah, he has two Oscars, three Golden Globes, yep, and one Emmy. But he's never won a BAFTA. Okay. So I think he's definitely our most decorated actor. I, I would say quite. Um, Which begs the question: by a distance, why is he in this random Chinese film? Uh, Kaching. Yes, I would imagine <laughs> that is the correct answer to that. 
Because he's only in it for about 15 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's, it's not a cameo. No. he's in quite a few scenes. He's a significant... Well, he's the main bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a spoiler yeah. to say that. Yeah, It's a significant role, but it is a supporting role. Yeah, he's not the main character in it. No. Directed by a guy called Yan Han, which is... This is his third film, and it's based on a series of comic books. Yeah, so it's based on a Japanese manga. Yeah. Uh, but which it's very much shines through. Yeah. But it is, as we say, a Chinese, Chinese film. Movie. It's also intense from the very beginning to the very end. It is full of maths, which I did not understand and do not even want to I attempt didn't expect to understand. That. So we'll get into some of that. But yeah, I was not expecting the maths. So last week, we before we get into the film, let's talk about the trailer. Yeah. Because last week we watched the trailer for this film, as we always do at the end of the episode. What did you think you were getting? Basically, uh, Deadpool, but with a clown. Yeah. And a lot of surveillance and, and monsters crazy and, monsters. and Yeah. What did you get? Uh, I got a, <laughs> a, a brainy... Is it still an action film? No. No. It's a maths thriller. Yeah. About rock, paper and scissors. <laughs> I got like a beautiful mind with a couple of dream sequences. This, this film is one of the most misleading trailers I've ever seen. Without a doubt. It is, the film that is trailed is not the film that you get. <laughs> Not even close. Do you have a one-word review? Vivid. Vivid. Yeah. Why vivid? Colors. There is a. It's, yeah, it's quite colorful. Just it looks. I I really like the look of it. Yeah, it's got. You, really you've got um, every time there's some maths going on, you've got computer graphics, graphics flying everywhere, trying to explain it poorly to you. Yeah. Um. There's just some of the shots in this, and we'll get into it. Just, uh, yeah, colors splashing everywhere, and yep. just. It, I like the look of this film. I just, I thought it looked awesome. Yeah. Do you want to get into it? Let's. I'm really scared of getting into it. No, I fine. thought I thought last week's was crazy. It's not even a par on what this week's. I was. think you'll be surprised. I think I I don't think it's uh, as much of a challenge as you think. Let's go. <laughs> okay, let's go for it. So the film starts with a, there's a guy watching a cartoon of a clown on the TV, and it's like a ninja clown. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So he's got like swords on his back. He looks a bit like Deadpool, but yeah, a it's like kids Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, yeah, and, and we get. You're getting a voiceover over the top of this guy watching the cartoon, and which is obviously subtitled. The whole film is subtitled except for Michael Douglas, yeah, who just speaks English. Yeah, he's not learned Chinese for this film. No, he really hasn't. And the, you can this voiceover is this this our main guy, who is called Zeng. Yep, and he's basically saying this cartoon. He watched this cartoon as a kid. Uh, it stayed with him, and he now believes he has a, a killer clown living inside him. Yeah, super clown, super clown. So it's it's kind of his alter ego. Yeah, but he's not going out dressed. As super clown and uh, defeating criminals and ne'er do wells. No, it, this is in his brain. It's a bit like the Hulk. So yeah, <laughs> when he gets pissed off or angry or frustrated, he kind of zones out. Yeah, and he is imagining what he was going to. Uh, you to know, him. that guy spilled my coffee. Well, I'm zoning out and I'm imagining yeah. him as a, a monster and I'm slicing his arms off. And yeah, which he completely sort of blames this cartoon for. Yeah, and he says. He has this mysterious connection with clowns. And then he says, I am crazy. He does say, I am crazy. And then the title card hits. We meet him for the first time now, after straight after the title card, don't we? And he's is at his job. Yeah. Where he's dressed as a clown. He is. But he's, he works in an amusement arcade. and Yeah, grab, grab a machines, that sort of thing. We're not talking like high tech. Yeah, and he's not enjoying, he doesn't enjoy his job, I don't think. He's, he's, he's the entertainment. He's taking yeah. selfies with kids. Yeah, and that's he's, it. he's not enjoying himself. And this chap turns up. And this is the first time we really see the creatures and the clowns. Yeah. So this man turns into a creature. But this is all happening inside Zeng's head. 
This is boss, isn't it? Sort of yeah. telling him, you know, oh, you know, get on with it. You, why you just? I'm struggling. Make an effort. Give <laughs> me, you know, what are you doing? Why are you moping around? Yeah, and so we get this whole sort of sequence of of Deadpool clown, super clown. Yeah, because he kind of cuts to a subway train. Yeah, and the subway train's full of creature. And how would you describe the creatures? So they're they're like, kind of like a bit like Men in Black kind yeah, of like alien type. They've got bulbous eyes and yeah, a bit, bit sort, sort of frog like hammerhead sharks. You know, it's, it's this sort of thing. And he's basically slicing and dicing his way down this train carriage yeah. uh, as the train's moving. And every time he's he's stabbing or slicing something off a monster, you instead of them spitting blood, they are spitting paint. Yeah. So you've got, as I say, all these vivid blues, greens, pinks, yeah, yellows. yellows against this sort of grimy um, underground subway, yeah. whatever you call it, depending on what country you are. And <laughs> and he's, like you say, he's giving this voiceover. And yeah. it's it makes an impact straight it, away. That scene is incredible. Yeah. It's a proper badass action scene. So the camera is sort of flipping, flipping around, around with, with Zhang. And the, the CGI doesn't look bad. It looks... No way. Absolutely perfect. It top-notch. Top-notch CGI. But it, also, that is the trailer of the film. <laughs> yeah. that that seems in the trailer for the film and we're two minutes into the film and everything that's in the trailer has already happened so this tells you how misleading yeah. that trailer is um, suddenly after that that goes on for quite a while as well it's, yeah, yeah. it's a really yeah. good check it out it's a really good scene but then he kind of snaps back to his reality and it's one of his friends you're going to call him a friend it's one of his friends yeah then. so I, I first right I don't know if it was his brother but I think later on he just says he's friends. like yeah I'm your oldest friend yeah. um, who is called uh, Lee Jun Lee Jun and, uh, and he's an estate agent yes of and, course he is and you can tell because he's like wearing a suit <laughs> and he's got little glasses and he's carrying a briefcase yeah and he's basically trying to convince Zeng to sell his apartment because his mother's in hospital Zeng's mother is in, in a coma in yeah. hospital. And he needs cash. And Li Jung uh, has got, he's basically running a property scam. Yeah. So he has been um, in with some bad sorts. Yeah. But he has got the opportunity to buy this penthouse yeah. for five or six million. Six million. And he then wants to sell it on for basically double that. Yeah. But he's trying to raise the capital six, the, yeah, the six million. To, to make the purchase. Um, because it's, I can't remember if he says it's like an ex- Cons somebody who's trying gang to go lord. for a quick sell. I yeah. think it's an ex-drug dealer or somebody. Yeah. He's trying to make a quick book. So he'd sell it for six, but it's worth 12. Exactly. Basically what he's saying. Um, so it's, but he's trying to, like I say, he's trying to raise the cash. Yeah. Uh, hence, he, he, um, he comes over to Zeng and says, look, if, if you sold your mother's apartment, yeah. I'd be nearly there. And, and obviously, I'll, I'll cut you in, in a on couple a deal. Of days. But he thinks absolutely not. No way. Not it's his mother's house. Yeah. He doesn't own it. Not his even still, sell, his yeah. mother still owns it. And unfortunately, she is in a coma. Yeah. So he's... But I don't think he would anyway. He was. He didn't look like he was up for it at that point. Yeah. That's when you cut to the hospital after that. And he's sitting by his mother's bedside. We don't know that at that point that it's his mother. But yeah. we do find out pretty soon. And he's kind of flirting with the nurse. Yeah. Who we find out later is his girlfriend. Yes. We find out pretty quickly is his girlfriend. Because he asks her to borrow some money. He asked her to borrow some money and she basically says, no, get a job. <laughs> That's basically what she yeah, said. You've got a job. Essentially. Sort yourself out. And then but he doesn't like the fact that she's a nurse and that she gets bossed around. Yeah. One of the patients. But, so there's like an old man who's basically saying, oh, you know, come and give, wash my butt. He asked for a coffee enema. <laughs> yeah. That's what the I subtitle. See, I don't know if that's what he asked for. But that's what the subtitle. I don't know if there's something lost in translation, or if that is. I'm pretty sure it's not a, like an approved medical procedure. <laughs> but he's basically being a dirty pervert. And yeah, he wants this girl to play with his ass. 
and he he's basically trying to convince her to quit and telling her a job's demeaning. And then when this guy does this, he just levers him. He just goes for him, doesn't he? he yeah. The clown face kind of glitches into the screen, yeah. kind of. And he just he starts beating this guy up while he's a patient who's a patient in this hospital. Now, it's quite difficult at this point because you've just been dropped in this. Yeah. And it's quite, like I say, it's quite a visceral film to start off with. Yeah. And you work out quickly that this is not a figment of his imagination because he is not the clown when he's attacking this patient in hospital. He is just zeng. In I am his, listening. In I've his just clothes. got my drink. I That's fine. <laughs> on the, it's on the laptop. <laughs> it's not on the laptop. It's fine. It's on the table. He's a bailout. We're taking on water. <laughs> um, so I can't remember what we're saying. Yeah. So he's not He's not the clown. He is just Zeng. So yeah. he has actually... Beating this guy up. Beating this yeah. <laughs> invalid old dude in a hospital bed. Basically, whenever he's the clown, it's in his imagination. Correct. Whenever he's not the clown, it's real. Then he has a bit more of a chat with his girlfriend and eventually he does decide that he's going, he needs to sell his house it's, it's quite a sweet scene because she's he sort of is convinced that he's she is too good for him yeah and she basically says i love you you know you're who you want to be with yeah. and you know let's sort of things out basically yeah. let's we, we can try and make something together and and zeng sort of has this realization that okay well maybe i should get on this scam then yeah and we'll actually have some money so he he does he agrees to do it and he get he uses his mum's hand to sign the document or it's like a finger fingerprint yep. isn't it to sign the document and he sells her house from it, under her from, yeah literally she's in the coma she's got nowhere else to go now she's not gonna have he kind of spots as well that he's being followed at this point there's, yeah well there's there is a guy who has accompanied Li Jung with the papers yeah basically and how well could you describe how this guy looks i would say his look is very influenced from uh the matrix yeah <laughs> so he's got like face tattoos a long leather trench coat ponytail with an undercut it reminded me you know victor zaz from the dc universe yeah he's seen every dc film played by a different yeah. guy he's a bit like that sort of character yeah. yeah like a cross between neo and victor zaz and he's kind of following him yeah so he takes off the he takes off with the deeds yeah to the house and uh zeng leaves the hospital yeah but as you say he's followed by a biker a biker who is this guy basically yeah. and the deal quickly comes to light that it's all gone to shit yeah. Quite soon after he can't, that. He can't con- get in contact with Leisure. Yeah. And eventually um, he gets a voicemail from him, doesn't he? Yeah. And he's basically... You can tell he's running. Yeah, he's panicked he's out of panicked, breath. Out of breath. He's, he says, so sorry, buddy. I'll do anything to make it up to you. If I have the chance. If I have says. the chance, yeah. So Zeng's like, I'm going to go... And, he, he goes to see a lawyer? I No, I think he goes to the estate agent. Is where, it the estate where, agent? I where his friend worked. And, and, and I, feel, so I presume it's basically his, his friend's boss. And he right. says, no, I haven't seen him for three days or whatever it is yeah um, i've no idea where he is so so zeng, zeng is like well is the guy done a runner with my money or yeah. what's what's going on he's in a pretty bad place isn't yeah. he he gets a, another phone call from the guy who's been following him this victor zaz kind matrix. of character i'll just put matrix, matrix guy, guy. <laughs> who says look you need to come with me there's a lot more going on but i'm, I'm, I'm kind of briefly going over yeah it this first half an hour yeah it's, it's, it's it's not important to the rest it's just of the way to they, they basically the way we bag him there. don't they yeah they bag him put him in the back of a car and get him take him to meet michael douglas yeah because this is where we meet michael douglas yes. and basically michael douglas plays a character called anderson yeah he says your mates screwed you over here it's basically what he says is your mate screwed you over here yeah he's lost all your money he he owes me a lot of money yeah henceforth you owe me a lot of money now you're inheriting that debt yeah. basically you, he actually says to pay me back you'd need four jobs for 30 years yeah <laughs> But he's, and then he says, but you're just in time because this this cruise ship called Destiny is just about to leave. And you, while you're on, if you go on this ship, you could make your money back 
and more. Yeah. The, the money you owe me, you can come out and with come out money. on top if you wanted to. He says you all you have to go, all you have to do is board the ship and win a game. Yeah, that's what he tells him. They all have as well. It's just worth mentioning, like a little earpiece in which translates. Yeah, it's very Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So it's just like a. Hence explaining why Michael Douglas doesn't, doesn't have, have to, to speak, speak Chinese. Chinese. <laughs> but that's also explained a bit later on because of the passengers on the ship are from all over the world. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It kind of does make sense in the sense of the film. What was it called in the Hitchhiker's Guide? The Babblefish, was yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. It is just like that. And so everybody can understand what everybody's saying. So he goes back to the hospital. Yeah. Tell, tells his girlfriend he's going on a business trip. Even though he's a clown who works in a music yeah. okay. She does not believe <laughs> she him. Does not of it. Of She's course. quite an intelligent nurse. Um, she doesn't buy it at all. She begs him to stay, but he doesn't, and he goes. What well, before he goes? Yeah, he says to her, "If I'm not back in a week, I want you to turn off my mother's life support." Yeah, he did say that, <laughs> which was a bit harsh. Uh, I guess because, it, you know, he can't afford to keep it going. Yeah, if well, and he'd be dead. He'd be dead. If he doesn't come back. So. He doesn't want her to have to inherit that. I don't. Were they married? I don't think they were married. No, no, no. they no. were just in a relationship. Just before they go, they all they, they, the whole list of passengers kind of meet up in this like parking garage. Yeah, basically. garage, <laughs> garage, and they're basically injecting people with like a serum to put them out. Yeah, they basically say, "Look, we're going to give you this; it'll make you go to sleep. Yeah, and when when you wake up, you'll be where you need you'll to be, on, be. Yeah, you'll be on the ship. He's not up for this. He's not up for being injected. No. So he sees this thing coming, and he kind of legs it. Yeah. And he's running, and he steals one of the cars, and then there's a badass car chase. I thought this was brilliant. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. It was absolutely incredible. So like, that first scene on the subway was brilliant. This one's ten times better. So yeah, Zen gets he, he gets in a car. He he, he drives it through um, into a busy city. He's going through a food market. Yeah, it's almost like there's um, uh, I don't know if there's some like color run or something going on behind him. There's paint there's everywhere and paint powder exploding yeah. all around as he's driving this car. And then there was a brilliant shot where we are inside a row of shops yeah, and we are looking out into the street as he is going past in this car. Yeah. So you'll start off in like a barber's shop and there's, there's a certain soundtrack going on and then yeah. you'll go next door to the supermarket and the supermarket music starts yeah. playing and, and all the people are going about their business in the shops and you can see the car through the window and he's being chased as, yeah. like I say, these explosions of colour going on. I thought it was great. I agree. It was badass. It looked incredible. Yeah. It was top, really top high quality. It was just... It really was. This is not a small budget film. I don't know what no, the budget was. No. It's not a small budget film. No, it really isn't. I mean, compare that to... We watched The Endless last week. Which is probably the smallest budget we've ever seen. Yeah. And this is way, 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 way above that. <laughs> Something I did notice at this point, which I thought was really cool, you know the car yeah. had my initials on the reg plate. I there was it. only two letters on the reg plate, and it was an A and a G. I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> really happy about that. But then all of a sudden it cuts and it snaps back and it's all in his head. Yeah, He wasn't the clown, Yeah, but it was which, all in his head. Yeah, which <laughs> breaks their own rules a yeah. little bit, but we'll let it off. And he's still at this point where he's about to be injected, so he does it for real. Yeah, he really he, he legs makes it, a break for it. gets to this car... And just before he gets in the car, he gets shot by the tranquilizer dart. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of it. So he instantly gets caught and tranquilized, and he wakes up on the ship with everybody else. We only ever go into one, maybe two rooms of this ship. Basically, we're on a casino floor. Yes, it's basically what it is. You it's wouldn't a, even know you're on a ship. If it's you a bit sort it. of steampunky. Yeah. But essentially, that's what we've got, just a load of gaming tables. Yeah. 
Um, and then there's like a gallery above, isn't there? Yeah. There's a tiger in a cage. Why is there a tiger in a cage? Because <laughs> you can. Why not? Yeah. But there's like chandeliers. Well, why would you have a dancing girl in a cage? Yeah. And I don't know. There's a tiger. It's all chandeliers. It's all dark woods. It looks really cool. Yeah. I've actually written here, ship's, ship's awesome. There's a tiger. <laughs> That's one line of my text. So this is where Michael Douglas comes back out. And yeah. This is... So he walks out onto the, the gallery, the platform yeah, above the room. And he kind of greets the room. Yeah. And he introduces himself to the room. And he gives them the rules of this game that they're yeah. going to play. Because they're basically going to play a game and try and compete against each other for money. Yeah. That's what's, what's happening. So I've written the rules down. So can't wait for this. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to read some of these words. So everybody in the room is given four cards. Yes. Well, 12 cards. Yes. Four rocks, four papers, four scissors. Yep. They're also given three stars, which they keep on their arm. Yep. So like they're working McDonald's. Yeah. So if you lose a game, you lose a star. Correct. The game lasts for four hours. I've written house. Don't know why. <laughs> game lasts for four house. To win, you must have played all 12 cards. You must have no cards left. Yeah, you must have end. no cards left and still have at least three stars on your arm. Correct. That's basically it. If you, it's simple. If, so if you lose your stars, you're if eliminated. You, yeah, if you lose all your stars, you're out. If you haven't got rid of all your cards by the end... You're out. You're out. And if you've got less... If, you've, if you have got rid of all your stars, all your cards but you've got less than three stars, you're also you're, out. Yeah. So the only way you can be in is to have no cards and more than three or more stars on your arm. Yeah. Simple. I thought, well, that's simple. Nah. <laughs> it's really not. And then you, it, you explained it a lot quicker than Michael Douglas. Yeah, Michael took Douglas about five minutes. minutes on it. Um, but there is also, uh, through this, every time it gets mathsy or it explains the rules of the game, you get a, a series of very helpful computer graphics, don't yeah. you? So you, you get sort of neon cards yeah. that like smash into each other when yeah. one wins a battle. Because or... it sounds really simple. It's really fucking complicated. Probability, uh, man. It's, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how much how more, much more complicated that can get, but it does. And then dramatic. Oh, yeah, completely. I'm not, I'm not taking anything no, away from you. No, you're not. I know you're not. <laughs> and then the clock starts and we, we're going. We're, we're running. So people start playing games, don't they? And yep. Instantly, somebody gets eliminated. I don't know how that happened. No, no. <laughs> he, he must have lost his first three yeah. games straight away. So, and, and they get dragged away. Yeah, to a to a room through a door. Yeah, yeah I think they, yeah. did they call it the black room or the dark room? Yeah, and then like and that. yeah, yeah, that's right. There's also a tally on the wall telling you how many of each card are left. Correct. So you could use that. So for... the, the time is going down, and you also have because once the, the card's been played, it's disposed of. Yeah. So the so tally is going down. The game. So the amount of cards that's in the room is leaving going down as well. Yeah. And that's where the tactics start coming in. Yeah. Pretty quickly, he meets up with another Chinese guy. Yeah, he comes and introduces himself. The guy introduces himself and says, oh, you're Chinese. Let's team up. And he says, people have started betting and tells him what's he's, going on. He's, he's played it before. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. He's basically said, this, yeah, I've been here two or three times before. Yeah. Also, what we didn't mention in the rules is that if there's a draw, nobody loses a star, but the cards are disposed of. Correct. So you, that's quite important at this point. Yeah. Because he's the Chinese guy. I didn't catch his name. I don't know if he had one. No, I just call him. I won't tell you what I called him <laughs> in my notes. It might give something away. Well, okay. I'll, I'll tell you in a few minutes. Okay. I um, don't think he had a name, no. No, I don't think he was given a name. So he says to this Chinese guy, says to him, put your cards in exactly the same order that I've got my cards in. Yeah. We'll play six games or however many games. Meet me at table. No, we'll play 12 games, yep. obviously. Just honor, basically honorable draw them. We'll draw all 12 games in a row. Yep. Meet me at table six. Seems sensible. You wouldn't lose a star and you've got rid of all your cards. Correct. You, you win instantly. And so Zeng agrees to this, maybe naively. 
And so to start with, that plan works fine. Yeah. Three or four games. Three or four cards to get rid of. Yep. And then suddenly this Chinese guy beats him. And he he takes him to one side. He takes Zhang to one side and he apologizes. He's like, oh, it's accident. Sorry, man, my cards are in the wrong order. I apologize. Rah, rah, rah. And so let's go back. Do Zeng one goes, more. okay, well, fair enough. That might have been a mistake. So Zeng was lost to Star because he lost that game. Because he lost that game. And I hope you're not keeping track of the Stars. No, no, I'm no, fucking no, I'm don't, not. no, no, <laughs> Good. no. Um, and then he screws him again. Yeah. He, basically, he does it again. So Zeng's now two Stars down and he hasn't got many cards left. I, yeah. think, I think they did six games. So Zeng kicks off, he's not happy, and he kind of grabs him, doesn't he? Yeah, and then he's kind of they're kind of separated by some of the security. Yeah, he's che- he's screaming at the security that he cheated, he's cheating, he's cheating. But the Chinese guy says there's no rule against it. He's, I think he says that old American guy never mentioned that you couldn't Yeah, cheat. never said you couldn't cheat. Yeah. So it is basically no holds barred, rock, paper, scissors we're yeah. playing here. <laughs> um, and, and he gets so wound up, he kind of passes out, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, Zeng? Yeah. And and yeah, his feet go from under under him and he's yeah, takes a dive basically. And you kind of go back into his head for a little minute. Yeah. And I've written here, okay, now he's flying, now he's in water, now he's frozen. <laughs> Cuz that's yeah, basically what happened. Yeah, there's sharks, isn't there? Yeah, the, it's, it's, he's flying through the air. It's having a bit of an out of body experience uh, yeah, he's, basically. He's flying through the sky, through clouds, and then he's on some water, and then he's frozen in a block of ice. Yeah. It's all really weird. <laughs> and as he comes round, yeah. Whose face is looming above him. His mate who screwed him over earlier. His old friend, Li Jun. Li Jun. So he's also there. And Zeng obviously is not happy with him, so he tries to attack him as well. Yeah. So, But violence is not allowed. We, we told that quite early on. So yeah. I think that's one of the rules that Michael Douglas goes so. over. That's This is the point as well where you find out that people are being locked in a room once they've been eliminated. Yeah, so Li Jun's kind of, he does babble a bit of exposition at this point. He's, he sort of says, if you're eliminated, you get taken to a room. Yeah. And he, he sort of babbles something about if you get taken to the room, then you have a you might have a chance to come out in yeah. the last 10 minutes of the game. Uh, but if not, then basically you're taken away. You take, he says you're taken to the bottom of the ship and used as a lab rat. Yeah. So they're obviously yeah. doing some sort of experiments. But they, they, he does say the crucial line is that the, with 10 minutes left of the game, everybody's back in. Not everybody's back in, but you can. You can. He says you have a chance. You have a chance. He to, doesn't say what that yeah. is or how that happens. You have a chance to redeem it. Uh, Li Jun is in the same situation as Zeng, so he also has only one star left. Yeah, and he explains as well that he is a gambling addict, and that's why he lost all this money. Yeah, and now he lost his house, and he says he lost his dad's house as well as Zeng's mum's house. And they meet up with another guy. They kind of make friends with a guy, don't they? Yeah. So Zeng sort of says, "We need this. Isn't enough. We've 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 only got two stars between us. So if one of us loses, we're gone. We're out of the room. We need to find a guy who's got two stars." Then we've got four stars between us. We've got a safety. Yeah. We've got a safety net. We can this afford is, to lose a game. This is where the maths starts coming in. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure you didn't. I have not followed the maths in this one <laughs> at all. Um, so if we sound a bit convoluted about what we're talking about, it's because we're not following the maths. We'll, don't, we'll talk around it a bit. <laughs> we'll talk around it. But, yeah, but, it, but, we're no, but that's the basis. Yeah. We're not going into detail. We're not going blow by blow. This no. is like, but that is the general, that is the, the, um, at a simplistic level, that's what they've done. They yeah. need another. St- they need someone else, so they've got an extra star, yeah. so they can afford to lose a game. So they've got a safety net. What they actually say, they need to meet somebody who's got no cards left and two stars. Yeah, which is what they do. They meet this guy, who d- because then he needs them as much as they need him. Exactly. But this guy steals one of Zeng's cards, doesn't he? And then he gambles. He yeah, they're tra- as they're talking to him, trying to convince, come on, join us, join yeah. us. Uh, he says, "Oh, all right, let me see what cards you've got." And he he basically um. Yeah, he next one puts it in his pocket. Yeah. Runs away and goes and plays the game. Plays the game. And he loses. loses. <laughs> so he's lost one of Zeng's cards. So it's not a good good first impression from this guy. So all three guys have now just got one yeah. star. 
And it's at this point that we figure out that we learn that Zeng is a bit of a maths guru. Yeah. And he can kind of, he's really good at predictions and probabilities. And I've just written here, maths. <laughs> but Zeng somehow, one of these graphics comes up on the screen. So they they beat up this guy who's yeah. done them over, basically. Uh, uh, well, they, they drag him off to the to the toilets and Li Jun beats him up. He's like, yeah. oh, you know, how could you do this? And and um, they quite they beat this guy up quite badly. Yeah. Um, and and he says, oh, don't, you know, don't hurt me anymore. I've got a daughter. I'm, And I love this guy's name. <laughs> so this, I was going to mention it a minute ago, but I the, didn't. The third... The third member now of their party yeah. is Fatty Meng, <laughs> who is giving shitty Carl from last week a run for a his money. A run for his money, definitely. Do you remember the wrestler Meng? You wouldn't call him Fatty Meng, would you? <laughs> wow. Rock hard bastard. But anyway, so Zeng figures out, because it comes out that Zeng's got four scissors left. He's got four cards left. Yeah. And they're all scissors. Correct. And I think it's Meng says to them, so Fatty Meng says to him, <laughs> most people will play, so they've got cards left to keep them even to keep them even they'll probably they'll try and keep them in an even number of cards so four sets of three yeah because you you get that's how four most people would decide yeah. to play so from that zeng figures out how what people are going to be playing somehow so he's he's taking a calculated risk so he is essentially saying let's find someone who's got nine cards left yeah the probability is that they will then play their next a rock a paper and a scissor yeah so we find someone who's got nine cards left. Watch him play two. Yeah. And then if he's trying to keep his hand even, we we find someone who we think's got going to play a rock as their third one. Yeah. No paper, paper as their as third, third one. one yeah. And then we'll we'll scissor him. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of scissoring in this film, <laughs> and unbelievably that works. It does work. And they they find this guy, but and they win a game. So they. I think Zen gets a start back on his arm. I've missed a bit though. Uh, just to <laughs> add to the the complexity, um, you can also go and get a loan. Yes, sorry, you can get some money. Yeah, which you can use. So to you can add it to your debt and, that yeah. you've got to Michael Douglas. <laughs> um, so they go and do that. They get five hundred thousand, yeah. whatever the currency yeah. is, loan money um, to buy because they want to buy a backup star. Yeah, but they, which they don't end up doing because they they beat this guy. Yeah, but yeah, they've got this bag of money they're now carrying around with yeah, them Yeah, well. this same guy decides he wants to play three games in a row. Yeah. And they somehow figure out that he's got two papers. Yeah. Which is good because will, they will win, beat him twice. And that's exactly what happens. So they win two more stars from him. And then suddenly the, there's like an announcement tannoy lady. And she announces that the game is currently paused. Yeah. Because and Anderson bursts in, who's Michael Douglas. And he says they found a cheat. Somebody was trying to flush their cards down the toilet. And so he pauses the game and he gets this guy's being held by security. And Anderson is not having that at all, is he? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not having cheats. All the, It turns out all the cards are individually tracked. So they can see exactly where they are at all times. Yeah. And then he shoots the guy in the head. He does. He takes this guy out. He's like, I'm not having a cheat in my game. Cheat? No, you can cheat and bend the rules. But you, but can't you can't get rid of the cards. Yeah, within the confines of the of game. The game yeah. You can do what you want. Yeah, you're cheating Anderson, you're not yeah. cheating each other, is basically yeah. what he was saying. And so at this point, so the game then continues after that's all been cleared up. So our our trio is currently out of cards. Yeah. But they have five stars between yeah. the three of them. This is this is the point where they decide they need to buy a load of rocks. Yes, they do. Uh, and the reason they decide to buy a load of rocks is why. Just remind me. Oh, no idea. <laughs> because <laughs> It is because you've asked me a question, and I've written not even attempting to follow this now. At the point, it's because the the least amount of cards left is scissor. Yes. So they figure if they wait, get towards the end of the game, 
they will always win because scissors will be still in the room maybe or is they waiting no they're waiting for paper to run out <laughs> you can edit this out it's fine <laughs> they work out i'm not editing the, anything the, so the least amount of cars left is paper yes so they're buying rocks because so when paper starts to really really run out they can't they've got it. a load of rocks they're unbeatable the probability is most of the people are going to have scissors yeah if paper runs to zero the people with the rocks are the kings yeah basically what they're saying and um, you cut away at this point and you find out about his dad and what happened on his eighth birthday somebody broke into his house and kidnapped his dad i don't think yeah. they killed him they took him away they took him away uh, whilst he was watching and this is whilst his was zeng was watching clown. super clown super clown that's the connection yeah. uh, so they, they decide right we've got this money now we're gonna just go and buy a load of cards off anyone who's got their three stars yeah but have still got cards left yeah. because then they can go they're safe Okay. So that's what they do. And they they just buy as many rocks as they can. Yeah. There's a montage of them buying, buying cards. Cards. The yeah. three of them. Because you um, can't... You, can you buy them from the... You have to buy them from players. Yeah, from yeah. other players. So that's what they do. Um, And after the buying montage, they've got 30 rocks, two yeah. scissors, and four papers. Yeah. They're, they're, they're in the position they wanted to be. And then not long after that, they notice that the scissors are dropping really fast. Yeah. Which all is of a sudden. Out of... Not the plan. It's not the plan because that's not what they want. And... Zeng realizes at that point that somebody's brought somebody must have brought all the paper. Yeah. So if Zeng's holding all the rocks and somebody else is holding all the paper, the every game on the floor down. is a draw because yeah. everybody's playing scissors versus scissors. <laughs> it's it's, it's it sounds difficult and it isn't. It's really <laughs> gripping. It's yeah. It's a, they're just playing rock paper scissors. <laughs> it's I found it absolutely absorbing. I completely agree. I was watching this and I was thinking, I'm really, really enjoying this. Yeah. But I am not going to be able to explain how good this film is because it sounds ludicrous. Yeah. And it is ludicrous, but it's really good fun. I, I feel it's gripping. I agree. Absolutely gripping I at this point. I completely agree. So um, Meng and Li Jun... They, they, because this plan is starting to unravel. Yeah, they're stuck with all these rocks. They sort of panic. They both run off. Yeah, they're like oh, we've got to play some games. You know. Yeah, we've got, we've got all these cards. We're in the, we're in the shit. Uh, so they go and lose a couple of stars. Yeah, basically. And they soon work out that there is another crew. Yeah. Who, as you say, was working to buy up all, all the, the paper. All the paper. And they find this guy. Yeah. And they they have a bit of a chat with him, and Zeng offers to play against him. Does he have a one card or one game? One game for three stars. Three stars and all the money. Yeah. So that's that's high stakes because this guy's got all the papers. Yeah. And they've got all the rocks. So this guy could beat them quite easily. And then the guy turned into a random creature <laughs> for some reason. Yeah, and yeah. You're going to get enough one of these. Because it's a high stress situation. Yeah. yeah Zeng deals with it in his mind. Of... And we win. That's yeah. all I know. I don't can't remember how, but we win that bit. Yeah, he gets Zeng basically gambles that this other guy is going to think he all will play rock. Yeah, he doesn't because they've got like whatever I said it was two scissors. Yeah. So the guy plays a paper. Zeng Zeng gambles with this scissor, and he, and he scissors, scissors another guy. <laughs> Does it? He now threatens to expose this guy, doesn't he? He's like, is this this point? I think it is. They they so he, they focus then on this guy's henchman because yeah. the henchmen have both got three stars. So they just say, give us all your cards. Yeah, and then you've won. Yeah, Drop and you them. can go. You yeah. can go. So they now got a load of paper as well. And Zeng says, I want to see all your, your cards to this other, other guy, or I'll tell everyone what else you've got left. Yeah, he threatens to expose the cards that he's yeah, got. because your friends told me yeah. what you've got. Is this the point now where the guy from earlier comes back, the Chinese guy that we yeah, met earlier Yeah, the cheat. On, the cheat from earlier. And he wants to buy some cards. Yeah. 
this guy tells them this is where we find out a bit more about what's going on downstairs in the bottom of the deck medical experiments and stuff because he's been down there. And there's also an upstairs. So there's yeah. rich guys betting on these guys <laughs> playing rock, paper, level scissors. of gambling going yeah. on. Yeah. So they're betting on the individuals playing the game and yeah. who's who's going to triumph. And I think the Chinese guy at this point has completely figured out what's going on in the room. Yeah. And he, he stops the game, doesn't he? He shouts, he tells everybody to tune their babble fish to him. Yeah. And he says, I'm proposing that we reshuffle all the cards. Yeah. Because somebody's hoarding. And after a bit of explanation of why, everybody kind of agrees. Because a lot of people in the room haven't got many cards left. So I did note this down. Go on. So basically, Zeng and our, our heroes, they've so they've got 30 rocks, 30, yeah. 34 papers and five scissors. Everyone else in the room yeah. has only got, between everyone else's left, there's nine rocks, five papers, nine scissors. Yeah, so there's not a lot of cards left in the no. room. Because the guy from earlier gave him all the papers, didn't he? That yeah. was the deal. Okay. So And then this Chinese guy agrees to reshuffle. Everybody in the room kind of agrees, but except for Zeng and his posse, we're not having it. Yeah. Uh, but then they have to, they get bullied into agreeing. Yeah, because the guy because says, we'll only play amongst ourselves. We just won't play you. Yeah. And you will end up with all these cards left at the end. So they have to eventually agree to this reshuffle. <laughs> and then it all goes to shit. This reshuffle goes to shit somehow. Cause Pretty much. We end up with quite a lot. I'll say we, <laughs> our main guys, end up with quite a lot of cards still. And he he figures out, doesn't he, that he's got all of the papers. Zeng figures out that he's got all the papers in his hand. Yeah. And that the guy who did the reshuffle now has all the rocks. He's got enough he needs, that he needs to get out of it. Yeah. And Zeng's not got enough. He's got enough. Zeng has, he's got one too many cards, yeah. basically. So he can't get his cards, cards down to zero because of the combination that he's got. <laughs> yeah. And then, so between those two, they've got all the rocks and all the papers, and everybody else in the room has got scissors. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, because scissors, rock or beat scissors, nobody will play the guy with the rocks. So, at this point, they realise as well that the guy who flushed his cards down the toilet, those cards haven't been recovered, yep. and they're not on the floor. Even though they're still on the counter, they're not on the floor, and they must have been three and scissors. It's, it's messed the calculation it's up. It's messed the calculation right up, and it must be three scissor cards, which, which just means that Zeng, all he needs to do is get his cards out of the room, win or lose. Yeah, doesn't matter because he's got these three stars, but he's he, got enough stars. To he's got enough stars of, for him. He he needs he, got, he, he needs, needs enough stars for all three of them. Yeah, because he's trying to rescue himself and Li Jun and Fatty Meng. So yeah. basically, what he ends up doing is playing one game against this cheat yeah. guy for five stars. Yeah, and through a really complicated bit of maths <laughs> and and probability, uh, he he does that and yeah. he, wins he wins five stars. Yes, but he's still. That, uh, so at that point, the seconds tick down on the clock. Yeah. But he's still got cards in his hand. Like tons. Ton, loads of, like 30 odd of them. Yeah. So although he's got three stars, he hasn't got rid of all his cards. Yeah. Although the, but the other two guys have. Yeah. So Zeng takes one. He takes one for the team. Yeah. So he keeps all the cards. Yeah. And he's... The he other two guys have got three stars. Yeah. He lets cards. them go. Because... So, so Meng and Lee Jung. Yeah. Are fine. Yeah. They've basically won. Yeah. So Zeng gets taken to the back to this... They do call it the black room because yeah. I've written it down here. Even though it's red. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets stripped of all his clothes and given like this towel to wear. Yep. It looks like they're just having a sauna. It does, yeah. <laughs> like... That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> and he meets this old, like, elderly man, doesn't he? Yes. Who had fallen there's, through. A... There's an old man. Yeah. And there's a very scarred man. Yeah. As the two guys he converses with. Which is what I think he's what he calls him. He calls him Scarface and Old I Man. I think so, yeah. That was maybe that was just his surname. It was like John Oldman. John Oldman and Johnny Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and this old man explains that he fell for a trick and got cheated by this other dude, this dude in a white suit. 
because he this guy had convinced this old man to go into the black room yeah and you could see the white guy the white suited man was playing a game and from the black room you could see what his opponent was yeah gonna so play. he picked a certain gaming table yeah which backed on to this this room where they're all being held it's got yeah. a, a mirror two-way mirror and he was not the the old guy was knocking on the door to signal uh to his accomplice what what card you should play unfortunately the guy in the white suit then never brought the old man back out of the room as per their agreement yeah so scarface the old man and zeng are all in this dark room yeah and it's announced in the back out in the hall that the remaining players now have 10 minutes to trade buy or sell stars yeah so none of them have got any cards no but some of them might have not the right amount of stars. Too many stars. Or too many stars or not enough stars. And cash. And cash. Lee Jung kind of, he goes up, because they've got enough stars now to buy Zeng out. Yeah. So he goes up to the guy, but the till, <laughs> I don't think it was a till, but security guy and says, I want to buy out Zeng. Yeah. And Fatty Meng grabs the stars off him. Swipes them. And he says, within, within the next 10 minutes, those three stars could be worth up to 10 million yeah. monies. So we shouldn't, do this yet or yeah. we shouldn't do this at all no fatty mang's like ah oh, screw you i never had a daughter i was playing you all <laughs> yeah, he along was, he was lying all along zeng starts calling Li Jun the big shrimp at this point yeah i don't know why that's <laughs> that's came out of nowhere <laughs> like the subtitles he was suddenly called it was suddenly called big, big shrimp, shrimp. <laughs> i don't know where it came from no, really it didn't happen all the way through the film no. but it just started happening here so i've written big shrimp agrees yeah and <laughs> and uh he agrees with bit with fatty mang he screws him over again basically and he says, but I will take care of your mum. Yeah. Whatever happens, your mum's safe. I will take care of her. So Zeng's like, all right, I need to come up with a plan here. Yeah. And then there's, like, there's kind of like an announcement and it says, anyone in that room, if yeah. you've got anything valuable, you can, Yeah. You, if you've got anything to give or anything, I can't remember exactly what the, yeah, the translation like is. If anything valuable, you can, you can come out. Yeah. And Scarface has got like a bandage on his back. Yeah. He's got like this oozing yeah. wound. And... Zeng starts a fight with him, doesn't he? Yeah, they have a bit of a scuffle. Bit of a scuffle. And again, he's held down by a load of guards. Yeah. And then just after the fight's finished, Scarface has got some friends and they come and buy him out. And when he gets out, he realises his bandage has gone off his back. Yeah. (laughs) This is so mental. Zeng has got the bandage. Yeah. And there's some sort of diamonds inside it. He's worked... I don't know how he's worked it out. This guy was basically stashing diamonds Diamonds. under this bandage. These guys who brought him out would obviously wanted these diamonds and as soon as he got out they kind of turned around and looked at his back and it wasn't yeah. there so they turn around and said right we need that guy out yeah so they, he's, got all, these he's got all these diamonds so they buy zeng out the old man kind of says to him well before you go take a message to my son i yeah. need you to talk to my son and all this and so zeng's out he's back in the room yeah we're all good but he hasn't got any stars but he hasn't got any stars <laughs> <laughs> so he get he gets out he slow motion walks out all yeah. cool he chucks these jewels to one side yeah uh, and he gets out, he busts out of this room and he goes straight to Fatty Meng yeah. and beats the living fuck out of he him. He really does. He proper, proper beats him out. Beats him and down. he takes the stars back. Yeah, it takes three stars from him. Does the clown pop out at this point? I think there's a bit of a... I think the clown and the creatures... I think it might like glint, glitch in and out, yeah. yeah. This is the point where my pen ran out. Right, okay. <laughs> Now, we use smart notepads and I haven't got another one. So I've had to start making notes on my phone. So bear with me a second. That's fine. So he... Um, He's got, finished. I he's, did got, write it he's got these stars back and he turns around to the guards yeah. and he says, right, bust that old man out. Here's three stars. Because yeah. the old man was resigned to his fate, wasn't yeah. he? Um, and we can't, we're coming towards the end of the film. This is pretty much the end of it. So they get off the ship at this point. Yeah. And Michael Douglas is kind of watching all this happening from the gallery. Yeah. And he just says, 
Interesting. Yeah, so Zeng, <laughs> Zeng is released because he, he was redeemed from this room. Yeah. Uh, so he is eligible to leave. Anyone who's still got three stars is yeah. eligible to leave. I just um, found the bit where I wrote down Michael Douglas's Oscars. <laughs> well, you wrote down what, sorry? Michael Douglas's Oscars oh, and right, Golden okay. Globes. It was in this bit for some reason. Um, and yeah, they, they leave the boat. Yep. And he goes back to see his girlfriend. He, the next time we see him, he's in the hospital. And he kind of comes up and surprises She's doing. She's washing her hair in the sink. Yep. And he pours some red dye in the sink. Yeah. <laughs> and what she, a shit. Yeah, what <laughs> And uh, yeah, she freaks out. She's, she thinks her she head's bleeding yeah, or yeah. whatever. And they eventually they have a bit of a hug. Romance and, isn't dead. Yeah. Right? And that's it, the end of the film. And But there is a bit of a post-credit scene. His mum's still in a coma. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't get resolved. I th- he's not got her house back. No. And he's not come out with any money, has he? No. So f- financially, they're not in a better position. He's just... He's just not dead. And or, I presume he's not got his debt anymore because he's won the game. Yeah, he's not got his, he's not got his debt, but he hasn't... Met. But he's still not got her Did house. Did he have, not have a bag of money at the end? I don't think so. I don't think he stashed any of the jewels or anything. No. Or did he have the money that... I think he might have had the money. He might have walked that... out with the money that they took as a loan. I think he did. Yeah, because I, I think, think he had that. Didn't he take that off Lee Jun? Yeah, I think he might be right. I think he yeah. did take that. You're right. Um, and then you get a bit of a post-credit scene. So we're still in the hospital. Yeah, the Matrix dude turns up. Yeah. I, I, it's, on, it's one of those where he's sitting, he's sitting with his mum and he sees a shape go past, go past the, the door. door. He's like, oh, I recognise that guy. Yeah. And you get a bit of a flashback of when his dad was taken yep. back when he was eight and suddenly this time we see it he's remembered that uh, michael, michael douglas, douglas was there was there all along michael douglas turns to the camera and he says interesting again yeah just like your father yeah and then zeng turns into the clown yeah and the film ends can anyone say sequel because it comes <laughs> these people can because it comes upon the screen to be continued yeah do you think we'll get a sequel i want to see the sequel. i really want to see a sequel and that's it now, that was the hardest one we've ever gone through because we have lost, we've missed a lot of detail out in that. Yeah. Because you're going to have to watch it. Okay, who you are. You're going to have to watch Serious. it. Serious. And you will not be disappointed if you do because it's really good. It sounds mental. It is mental. But it's really, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun watching this. Probably more fun than I've ever one, had in any of the other films we've watched. It's right up there in terms of, the, yeah, just, just, balls to the wall fun really good looking it's really good fun it's subject matter is insane yeah because it is just about an underground rock paper scissors tournament but it's really really good my my only criticism would be i would just say i don't even know if it's a criticism just you might waver a bit in the first half an hour or so yeah you've got so to stick in, with in, it after in between the sort of awesome um fights on the on the subway and the amazing car car chasing there's there's half an hour that first half an hour is is like i could see people not getting through it until but, they but get to do. the ship yeah when you get to the ship you it never stops it's, I, it sounds like it's like shit yeah, yeah it really and does it really it's really difficult to explain to people i was at work yesterday and i was like oh i watched a film last night about a chinese on a chinese film about an underground rock paper scissors tournament and everybody's <laughs> just like bonkers. what the fuck are you talking yeah. about oh and then oh and michael douglas is in it yeah what <laughs> it's like you can't make it sound good just by telling somebody. And no. you can't show them the trailer because it is completely nonsensical and doesn't make any relation to the film. But you can't... But do you need to tell anyone any more than... I? There's this Chinese film about an underground rock, paper, scissors uh, game with Michael Douglas in. And it's that's on probably, Netflix. That's probably enough to, for a lot it's of people It's on for over two hours. Yeah. Sign me up. Seriously, go and watch it. It's so much fun. And it shouldn't be. And it has no right to be. But it really is. 
I, I would say Ross Cook, all is forgiven for the clapper. Agreed. I had a great time watching this. Funnily enough, that's one of the messages he sent me, <laughs> ever been forgiven for the clapper. I, I absolutely flew by. Yeah, completely. I, hook, line and sinker, I, had, I was in with this. I would even go as far as to say that I would probably at some point watch it again, just to try and get my head around the maths a bit more, because I really want to understand what was going on. But So I've, I've been away this week, so I... I um, I watched this whilst I was away and um, I could definitely, I'm not saying tomorrow or in, in yeah. imminently, but I could definitely say, you know, one Sit evening, I said, come, come on wife, let's watch this. <laughs> come this, on wife. <laughs> this, Sit here wife. You'll enjoy this. Do you I think w- she would? Yeah, I think I she think would. I think she would. I mean, yeah. 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 If fun is the right word, it was, it was really fun. This is the most hidden of hidden gems. This is a Chinese it's film. Obscure. It's so obscure. It's the the title makes no re- relation to the film. How how does? Why is it called Animal World? Yeah, they they do say the words Animal World at some point during the film. The trailer's ridiculous. The poster's ridiculous. None of the marketing material mentions rock paper scissors, which is no. what the whole film's about. Yeah, Michael Douglas is got paid a extortionate uh, amount of money. For, I would for imagine fifteen to twenty minutes just to choose some scenery. And... But yeah, well that's that's a good point though because he doesn't phone it in. No, not he's, at all. He, he goes for it. He's he's yeah, it's a bit hammy, but he's that fits with the film. Yeah. He's he's not he's not phoning. He's not Nicolas Cage in this. <laughs> to take us back to full circle to the start of this episode. No, um, not at all. It looks like he's having fun. Yeah, it looks like he really enjoyed earning yeah. all these millions from it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably just sat in front of a green screen in uh, <laughs> probably in his own house. Uh, probably. Knows. Uh, and there's a tiger in it, so yeah. <laughs> why not? Why not? And some alien creatures and a clown that's got swords. Yeah, so much fucking fun. Really, honestly, yeah. well done, Ross. You've you've out excelled yourself. I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you really enjoyed it as well. Yeah, because it's just one of those. It's one of those films that me and you would just watch. We would have watched this if we didn't know what this was about. I don't know how I ever found podcast. it. No, not me. Which is what we're here for. Yeah, no, true, truly. <laughs> this is exactly truly. what we're here for. Yeah. These are the sort of films that me and you would have watched before the podcast. Yeah. And this is exactly what we wanted to find from doing the podcast. Yeah. This is a success. I would say 100%, go and give this a go. It, you'll have a, I think you'll have a really fun time. Yeah, you'll have watching a really time. It's, be, it's beautiful. It's, it sounds crazy just to say I've said it a couple of times. Never have I been so gripped by a game of rock, paper, scissors. No, not me. And I didn't think I would be. I'm quite surprised that I have been, yeah. but I have. Yeah, go out and watch it. It's brilliant. Yeah. Now, last week you made a claim that we weren't going to do a trivia question. Yeah. So I didn't write a trivia no, question. No, me neither. Because you wanted to do a rock, paper, scissors tournament. Yeah, yeah, totally. We're going to do best of three? I think best of three, yeah. Let's give it a bit of time. Winner gets a star. Winner gets a point, yeah. Uh, when it's <laughs> back in the world or back in animal world. Right, and how apt, because we are now playing rock, paper, scissors on our podcast boat. Yeah, exactly. This is a boat. Not, not quite a cruise liner. <laughs> but, uh... So how's this going to work? So I think because we are... Our chosen media is audio. Yeah. Uh, we are probably going to have to put a little bit more effort in. <laughs> so my suggestion is instead of just playing in silence, yeah. we we will go... One, two, three, say it together. I was going to say rock, paper, scissors, shoot, but... Rock, paper, scissors, shoot, yeah. scissors. So, so it's like rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And then you say what you've got, I'll say what I've got. Okay. You guys will just have to believe us. <laughs> Best of three. Yeah. Winner gets, when a, it gets point. a point. What's the score? 8-6 to me. 8-6 to you. I really need this. Okay, I'm ready when you are. Cool. Right. Ready. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, I went paper. I've gone scissors. Damn it. I have scissored you, you from you across the desk. Me. Damn it. <laughs> you didn't feel a thing. I was convinced right. you'd go rock then. <laughs> well, okay, right. Next one. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, no. I've papered you. 
Oh, I went rock. <laughs> Two nil. So what's that? That was really exciting. <laughs> it was. Um, so it's that nine six. That's to you. a point to me. Yeah, nine six. That means I can only draw. Oh yeah, we've only got three, only episodes, got three episodes left. left. Well, that's a turn up for the books. Who would have thought you'd have come so far from? You were so far behind at one point. That's like seven episodes in a row. You something won? like that. I don't know what's going on here. I was convinced I was winning this. <laughs> That brings us to the stream table, Nicholas. That was fun. I enjoyed that. I did as well. We should do that. Maybe do that every week next season instead of the trivia. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll make some stars and some little cards. And whoever's got the most stars at the end of the season wins. That's a very niche reference to have <laughs> keep going for us. Remember a, this film uh, we did 25 weeks yeah. ago? Should we talk about the stream table? Yeah, let's do it. I presume I'm reading from the top. Uh, yeah. Number one, Hush, currently. Number two... What keeps you alive? Number three is the endless from last week. Yep. Number four is my wild card. What the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. And currently in number five is Handsome, a Netflix mystery movie. Sure. Do we need to go any lower? No. No, it's <laughs> no. it's it somewhere in the top five for me. It does. Indeed. I think you could. I'm not saying I wanted to put it here. I think there's there's an argument that this could be top. I agree. In in terms of great, you could make that argument. And I'm not saying it's a better film than Hush, and it's probably not a better film than What Keeps You Alive. This is the most fun I have had watching a film this season. Agreed. It might be the most fun I've had ever since we've done <laughs> of any of the films we've watched in the show. Yeah. Just as a pure like Agreed. escapist. It's just, I, I was just breezed by, like I said. I actually thought at one point during the film I'd be enjoying this so much more if I wasn't having to write and read at the same yeah, time. Yeah, totally. It's really and, difficult to read subtitles and write notes. And, and I think that's why my notes were mental. Yeah, and I think that's probably one reason why I would probably pick it up again. Exactly. I think I could really enjoy this. Yeah, like, really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm not sure to be honest, uh, because I can, I can, I can see it going. It's definitely anywhere in that top. Three, three or four? I agree. I think it's top three, definitely. And I can see an argument for it being number one. Yeah. Hush has been there for a long time. It's episode six of this season. Let's talk about what keeps you alive first. Sure. Let's start there. Because we're, we're agreed it's somewhere between these two films. Or somewhere around these two yeah, films. Yeah, all right. Top three, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fine. Fine. Is this a better film than what keeps you alive? What this has got going for you, for it, is that... <laughs> for me. For you, for you. For, you, for it, is, it is just so out there. Yeah. Uh, and that wins a lot of points with me. There, there will be a lot of people out there who wouldn't get it and who wouldn't enjoy it. I, I agree. I agree. I, it's more if... It's but niche. I think if it's your thing... It's brilliant. I think you're going to love it. And that's uh, all we can judge it on because it is our thing. Yeah, yeah. And same as any of these films. There'll be people out there that enjoy Buster's Malheart. That's right no, down the not. bottom. There will be. Will there? There'll be, there will be at least one person out there <laughs> that likes it. Okay. I guarantee it. Is this a better film than What Keeps You Alive? Yes, I think it is. I think it is on the whole. What look what, whole. what what keeps you alive was gripping. It has that thing happens in it. Yeah. That is one of the best moments <laughs> we've ever we've had again in our first couple of series. Yeah. It's quite a brutal film. It is very again, it is so different to this. It's just two women beating each other up for an hour and a half. <laughs> but it's a really well made film. Yeah. And but it's not without its issues. It's not. You know, that we've we said, you know, that is a movie that probably could have ended ten minutes before it did. Agreed. This isn't without some of those issues at the start. I think it's above that. I agree. I think it's better than what keeps you alive. I really do. So shall we talk about Hush? Yeah. I didn't think this would be happening last week. No, me neither. Hush is one of the best serial killer slasher films I've seen. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. It is really, really well made. Uh, it's 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 got a nice gimmick. Very 
tense. It's very it's tense. Crea- all the way Again, through. it's creative. It's yeah. just doing something a bit different with a arguably quite a tired genre. Yeah. And it, it does kind of rejuvenate that genre slightly. It gives it a different angle and it because there's only one normally it's in a slashy film there's a group of teenagers being attacked by a guy in a mask. There's just one woman being stalked in her own house by a guy in a mask. Yeah. Which is a really well made film. And this is a really well made Chinese film about underground rock, paper, scissors tournaments on a ship <laughs> with a killer clown and some creatures, some alien creatures. Uh, I'm not, uh, yeah. They, they couldn't be further uh, apart. No. But then Animal World couldn't be further apart from any other film you've ever seen. No. You've never seen a film like Animal The closest we've got in both stream tables to Animal World is probably Cube because of the maths element and the weird scenario that people are putting in that film. I'm not sure I can quite. But it's this close. Yeah, to yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You're not getting it, any no. It's closer. really close. I'm not sure I can. I'm not sure it quite. Tops I agree. The I table. think I agree. I don't think it's as. I think Hush is such a really good film for its in its genre. Yeah. Like, I, again, I'd sit and watch Hush again. I'd have no issue with that. And I would. There's probably more people out there that if they said to me, "Oh, should I watch Hush or should I watch Animal World?" I'd probably go with Hush more often. Well, it's more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. I. F- I don't think it's better than Hush. I don't think. Let's do it. Number two. That is a high. That's high. That is, I did not expect it to get that high when when we, <laughs> when we when it came out last week. Think of all those weeks, you know, four, five, six weeks ago, we were just feeling like we were yeah. trolling We've through had a good run recently. absolute garbage. And we, then the last couple of last weeks, a weeks, couple of uh, total gems. Two out of the top four. Yeah. Number two. Yep. Happy? Sure. Ross will be ecstatic, I would imagine. <laughs> That's the highest wild card of the season. Yeah. Beat me, you and Jordan. Quite handily. You, you can fuck right off with yours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Jordan? you what you mean. What was Jordan's? Uh, it, it was a solid mid-table entry, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, the uh, night eats the world. Night eats no, the world. Yeah. Okay, so... You three are all in the, like, the good <laughs> the good half of the table. You languish right down where you deserve to be. Yeah. Um, Hush, number one. Animal World, number two. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. So, so late on to find a number two. When we found number... Revenger was late on in the last series. Yeah, it was. It might even been the same episode number. Do you want to pick next week's film? Because sure. we're running really long again. Yep. All right, I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yep. Yeah, let's pick a film called The Super. Ooh. Any ideas? No. Okay, let me just find it on IMDb. The Super is a 2017 film horror mystery thriller starring Val Kilmer. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Val. Here's a blast from the past. Uh, do you want us to know the synopsis? Sure. A man becomes a superintendent of a large New York City apartment building where people mysteriously go missing. Yeah, that's a thing that's happening. Um, do you want to watch the trailer? Yeah, let's do it. The building was originally the headquarters of Pete Moore Savings and Loan until it went under in the Depression. Place is a maze. That's one of the oldest working furnaces in all New York City right now. Is this your first gig as a super? Yeah, I used to be a cop, actually. Be good to have someone on staff with your experience. Why? Having problems? Hello? It's not the first time a tenant's gone missing around here. What do you know about Walter? Walter's our most senior soup. Best to keep an eye on him. You don't belong here. Violet, I want you to keep an eye on Rose for me, okay? How's the little one? 
You spoke to my daughter? Just enough. I want you around my children. Bye-bye, Rose. Best blood, man. I know you were in my apartment, Walter. Where's Rose? We know where she is. Was it always little girls in those sort of films? I know. It's never scary. It's never little boys that get scared, is it? I'm so up for talking about a Valve Kilmer film. <laughs> Especially where he looks like he's playing the bad guy. In 2020. Yeah. It looks, looks like it could be fun. Could go either way, I think, that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Let's I'm not see. I'm not judging before, uh, before we get no, there. No, nor me. So, yeah, go out and watch The Super, and we'll be back next week, and we will talk about it. Cheers. Thanks. Bye.